Whoa. Things are happening here. So, um, sorry to our servers who are way over there and won't be able to hear this homily, but uh, this is for you guys. <laughs> today, summary of today's readings. We have the Old Testament where uh, the prophet Elisha goes to this stranger who doesn't belong to the people of Israel. It's a completely different nation. And, uh, and uh, he heals this leper. The king is a leper, right? So then that's kind of like, like in the time of Jesus. Jesus says, um, you know, he was, he was sent not just to the people of Israel, but he was sent to, to heal everyone, right? Sent to every, every nation, not just to one specific group of people, but to strangers, you know? You could think that Jesus would fit in pretty well with our society today because he was uh, very inclusive, right? And our society values inclusivity. Well, we are being sent. We are being sent. That word comes up a lot in the liturgy today because the prophet Elisha was sent not to his own people, but to a stranger. And Jesus was sent. Who was Jesus sent by? Marco knows. Gino. God the Father. Right? Jesus was sent by the Father, not just to his own people, but to everyone. If Jesus hadn't been sent to everyone, then most of us would never become Christians, right? Because not very many of us are Jews, right? Um, I want to give you a piece of advice for these missions. And I wanted to do this at the beginning of the homily, but uh, take every, every moment as a moment when God can speak to you. I, I encourage you to bring your journals. Does everyone have your journal right here? Yeah? If you have your, if you have your journal here uh, and you aren't doodling during Mass, <laughs> Then, uh, then I encourage you to take it out, even during the homily. And if God speaks to you during the homily, you can write it down, right? I did a mission with these uh, focus missionaries a few years ago, and they have the habit of having the journals out, even during Mass. When God says something to them, they, they write it down, okay? So if you feel like doing that, if you have it here, you can do that. It's a pretty cool idea. And if not, you can bring your, your journal uh, tomorrow, right? Um, God might have something to say to you. So you are being sent. You are missionaries and you're being sent. Just like the prophet Elisha in the Old Testament. Being sent to somebody you don't even know. And maybe being sent to someone that you don't even like. Right? That was really hard for the Jews to accept this. Because there were a lot of other nations around them that they didn't like. They didn't get along with. They weren't very inclusive. They were actually extremely exclusive. And, um, and, and so when Jesus decides to go to them with the message of salvation, it's like horrendous for them. That's why at the end of today's gospel, they wanted to throw Jesus off a cliff. They got so mad at him for saying the things he said and saying that he was going to, going to those other peoples that they wanted to throw him off the edge of a cliff. You know? um, but you're being sent. And it's so cool that we're, we got this gospel of these readings today because today we're in a new place for most of us, a place that's completely new. And there's a bunch of people here that are different from us, you know. They even speak a different language. Isn't that cool? Right? And, uh, and we're being sent to them. And we have no idea who we're going to meet on the streets today. And we're being sent to them. It might be the type of person that you find hardest to get along with. So, little challenge. Think of that person. Think of the type of people that you might find it hardest to talk to. Right? Could be someone... Uh, of a different race. Hopefully that's not the case. It could be someone who's uh, 
different age, like maybe you find it really hard to talk to old people, you know? And uh, maybe you find it really hard to talk to guys. <laughs> and, God, and God is sending you to that person today. We don't know yet, right? I think the message of today is that Jesus has sent everyone, and he's sending you to everyone. He's sending you to someone specific that he wants you to, to help today. Um, so maybe we can make that our prayer. Jesus, send me to that person. Prepare my heart to be able to receive that person and love that person the way you want me to love them. Prepare my heart to be able to be open to them and, and to care for them the way that you're asking me to, the way that you would. Okay, so then there's this other part of this story is that when the prophet Elisha gets sent to this stranger or when Jesus gets sent, gets sent by the Father to, to other nations, they have something really cool to give them, which is like a miraculous healing, Right? And you're probably thinking to yourself, okay, I'm not going to give anybody a miraculous healing today, right? Maybe you will, you know. It could be that God has given one of you the gift of healing, right? That actually happens sometimes. That would, that would make a pretty epic mission trip. If, uh, you, know, you know, Marissa goes out there and says, okay, you're, you're, you've got a broken leg, I'll pray for you. And all of a sudden the person, boom, gets up and starts walking around, you know. That would be awesome. But I think that we have something, even if that's not our gift, we all have something really healing, to give to people. And I want to suggest to you uh, seven areas where people might need healing uh, in which you can heal them. It's not going to take me 15 minutes. Goodness. Don't look at me that way. <laughs> seven areas in which I think that you can, you can offer healing. And maybe these areas will also spark something inside of you that says, well, I need healing for that too. I need healing for that too. The first one is rejection. Today you might meet someone who has been rejected and has felt rejected by others. And what do you have to offer? You have to offer them the truth that they're not rejected by God. And how do you show that to them? How do you prove it to them? By showing them that they're not rejected by you. You meet someone today who's like homeless and who has been turned away by everybody else and you show them kindness and you stop and listen to them and you uh, stop to show them some love. Sometimes it sparks in them the realization that, wow, there's somebody in the world who does not reject me. Right? That's the kind of healing that you can give them. Um, people who are abandoned. That's the second one. Abandoned. Uh, I think we know what it's like to feel abandoned. Right? Um, when someone who should have been there for us wasn't there for us. Or, or maybe someone who's really close to us in a way left and actually abandoned us. You know, we'll find people out on the streets this week who are feeling abandoned by the world or abandoned by people that they love. Oftentimes, people who are homeless have really broken families, and uh, their family members have actually literally abandoned them. So what do you have to offer them? Again, it's the truth that they're not abandoned by God. And in a way, you're, by your presence and by your love, you're communicating to them that God is, God is here. You can actually kind of show them with your presence there. God has sent me to you to show you that you're not abandoned by him. Afraid. Those who are, who are suffering from, from fear. Uh, it's, it's very real sometimes. Um, people live in fear of what's going to happen in the future. They live in fear maybe of being lost, of God not saving them, not being saved by God. And you can offer them the truth that uh, 
God is with you. God is keeping you safe, right? The world is a safe place if you're, if you're with God. He is going to take care of you. How about shame? Okay, this is a big one because um, all of us are sinners, and we're going to meet sinners out there. We're going to meet sinners who are experiencing shame. Sometimes, sometimes in our missions in Hamilton, we've talked to people on the street who say, no, God can't love me. I've done too many bad things. Right? So you might be able to heal that person's shame by teaching them that you are still valuable in God's eyes. Even if you sinned, and, and you should never despair that God cannot forgive you, you're still valuable in his eyes. Shame does not define you. Your sin does not define you. You're, you're a beloved child of God. Uh, I think that one ties into the next one. Hopelessness. Man, when people are, when people are like at rock bottom, uh, they've got nowhere to go, they're living on the streets or they're addicted to something, hopelessness sets in. Right? God might be sending you today to heal someone of their hopelessness, to show them there is hope, right? I, I don't know if, you've, if those of you who have done missions before have experienced that, where you, you run into someone who's really down, who's really depressed, and then after a conversation, like a loving conversation with a teenager, a simple missionary, they walk away with a smile on their face, right? You've given them the spark of hope. You've healed a little bit of their despair, their hopelessness. Um, two more. Powerlessness. Feeling like there's nothing I can do about it. Right? Um, to encourage someone when they feel weak, when they feel powerless, means a lot. To give someone that boost, to say, you, you can. God is with you. Right? And again, by your presence, you're proving it to them that God is with you. Because why did God put this person in my path today? Why did God put this send this person down the street to speak to me today. And then uh, the last one is just confusion. When you feel confused, like utterly confused about the world or about life, you need light, you need clarity. Um, we might be able to give people that light and that clarity today. Uh, I think that our mission today is especially to represent God. And, and that's, that's why it's beautiful to see ourselves as being sent by him. Um, I'll just finish by, by making this comment. Yesterday, a whole bunch of things happened, I felt, that, that uh, were, were really providential. Like, it was clear that God was organizing things for us, you know? Like, for example, um, I told some of you this already, the crosses that you're wearing. When I was uh, in Hamilton, I had a bag with, like, many more crosses, and I said, oh, that's too many. So I grabbed a handful, and I took them out and put them somewhere else. And I looked inside and said, oh, that looks like about the right amount. We got here and we counted them. There were exactly 21, which is the number of our group, right? Um, you know, if there had been less, it would have been okay because Father Jarek and I, we can do without a cross, right? But in the end, there was exactly the right number, you know? It's like God was the one counting when I took out that random handful, you know? So he is, he is taking care of every step of our journey. And we have to believe that. But today, when I'm out there, uh, today when we're preparing food for the homeless, whatever we're doing, God is, God is arranging our encounters with people. So let's believe that he's, he's the one who's sending me to that person to give them hope and to give them love and to be his presence in their lives.